Hey, Star Wars fans and Rule the Galaxy fans. Uh, welcome to Rule the Galaxy After Dark. And we have House of the Dragon Review Chapter 2 right now. And just remember, this is Rule the Galaxy After Dark. So you may hear some adult language and adult themes in order for us to describe what's going on in this show. It's not too out of control. We keep it pretty PG-13, you know. I'd say we keep it pretty PG-13, you know. It's not like we're cursing up a storm here but there's some stuff in this show that happens that you can't even talk about it without it being adult material oh so, my gosh yes <laughs> so since we left uh house of the dragon last time we had our young rhaenyra and we had our young allison and now we have older rhaenyra and older allison go ahead brent so i still want to say that i'm mad that rhaenyra is a different actress I actually am okay with who be who she became. I kind yeah. of like her as an actress, but I really liked young Rhaenyra. But is Allison the same? No, that's Olivia no. Cook. I think her name is. Okay, because they looked oh, way creepy. more. They looked way more similar than the two Rhaenyras, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think it's just because the young Rhaenyra was so distinct, but. Um, those two, I, I thought it was the same character that they just threw some older stuff on. Yeah. So Old fun and- fact, uh, and by the way, uh, to any Rule of the Galaxy fans or also House of the Dragon fans, it's D-Doc, Alfie, and Brent here. And we're talking House of the Dragon episodes six and seven. Yeah. And just I'm- to throw this out there, just to throw this out there, I'm not a nerd at all. Um, I am just a <laughs> casual fan. I have <laughs> Alfie, like Alfie was looking down at his phone and just like looked up when I said, what I'm are you trying a- to say? <laughs> I'm trying to say, and let the listeners know that I'm the everyman. Like I'm just kind of here to hear what you guys have to say and throw in a couple one liners and a couple zingers and ask a few questions to try to get the conversation moving. Whereas yeah. you guys have read, you've even read the house of the dragon book, right? Like both of you guys, I didn't do the full book. So okay. I, I'm, I'm living in, I, I've decided to live in ignorance. I did about maybe one third of it. And I don't really remember it that much. Cause I knew I wasn't focused enough on it. So I was listening to the audiobook. So I don't know what's going on here. And I'm okay. happy to live in ignorance with this show because I'm sure stuff might be spoiled for me at some point, which is fine. You know, whatever the, the book, whatever. There's already been some twists and turns apparently from the book in this show, though, according to what I've read after last episode. Um, but fun fact too, Brent, like, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing Allison and Rhaenyra, the older versions of them. Episode eight was the first day of shooting. The last episode we saw was the first day of shooting on this show. So they they knocked all that stuff out of the way with older Rainier and older Allison and all that stuff. And I can't help but to think maybe the younger Allison and um, Rainier actresses were on set trying to get the mannerisms of, you know, I'm sure they were doing it off set as well, but just getting each other's mannerisms down and everything because to me, the biggest difference, and you know, we have time jump in episode six. To me, the biggest difference is the actress who's playing Rhaenyra right now has a much deeper voice than the younger version of her. Um, I think that's the biggest difference. Visually, I can see, I can see her yeah. maturity going there. It look so it's supposed to be a ten year jump, right? Yes. It feels like the Rhaenyra jump is like a fifteen to twenty year jump. Like she looks, she looks far older. Whereas the Allison looks right. Like I said, she looks almost identical. And Mm -hmm. I I think that is more in line with like a 10 year jump. But I, that other thing, other than her voice, I feel like she looks older than that 10 year jump. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you think of uh, the time jump here, Alfie, so far? Are you happy with the uh, actresses? Like as far as accuracy goes and everything towards the younger ones? Yeah, to me, I, it hasn't really been much of a problem to me. Um, it's a little off, I think, at first, but after two episodes, I've, I think they've both played their roles really well, and they have captured what the earlier episodes, you know, portrayed those characters to be. 
Yeah, I agree. And we're started off with this time jump with childbirth. And we are episode one. So episode one was childbirth as well, right? More or less. Yes. And we have Rhaenyra giving birth to a baby boy who <laughs> is named Joffrey, but literally yes. probably what three minutes after she's done birthing this child, Allison says, I need to see the baby. Well, because she needs to see what it looks like. Yes. And you have... Go ahead. Well, like, you know what it looks like. It don't look like no Valerian. No. Yeah. Yeah, but didn't you hear the story about the horses? That explains it all. (laughs) Oh, the dad dad story? (laughs) Just a regular brown horse. (laughs) So enlighten me, because I do vaguely remember it. Give me a little bit more of that story. He says that he had a stallion that was black as night, the blackest horse that you could ever see. And it got out of its uh, pasture and uh, mated with a silver mare, just a beautiful silver mare. And the, what would it be? Fowl? Is that what you call a baby horse? Yeah. 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 Was just a regular brown everyday horse. So it's, just the way nature works. You never yep. know what you're going to get. Yep. It's definitely not the night that R- Rhaenyra, you know, is locking eyes with all the time and is holding the baby out of the womb. Definitely, <laughs> definitely has nothing to do nothing with Nothing to do with, him. not at all. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing it's, to uh, see here. It's uh, a strong, something strong. What's his first name? God, I can't think of it, but he's part of House Strong. Um, and yeah, Allison's just like, I need to see the baby. And I, th- I, this had to all be done in one shot, which I thought it was excellently shot. It almost felt like the start of a new season in the middle of a show, which I thought was pretty fun is to get reintroduced to these characters 10 years down the line. And she has to go walking up these stairs, down these hallways. She's bleeding out. She's in pain. And yeah, Allison's just like, oh, look at him. Like he, he looks so nice, you know, whatever. Like she does not care the fact that, or or doesn't she play dumb when Rhaenyra shows up? Rhaenyra, right, yeah. what are you doing here? Yeah, you should be resting here. Let me get you a pillow. Please sit down. Yeah, yeah. I felt like this episode. Um, you know, we all have wives. We've all seen what it's what it's like for a woman to give birth to a child. It's not easy on them. Um, I think they tried to show <clears throat> in this episode. You know. She she has her child. She's going through the pain of that. And then she also is sitting in the meeting room with them at one point and starts to get, you know, some stuff seeping through the top end of her shirt, you know, which is a common thing that could happen to a woman who just has a baby and is breastfeeding. But Allison makes sure to point that out to everybody. Oh, Rhaenyra, uh, check your shirt. You know, they put the padding in there so that wouldn't happen. And she's just like, oh, God, it must have, you know, went through whatever. You know, they're they're really she is trying to make Rhaenyra just look like um, what the misogynistic uh, view of a woman, I guess, would be in being in leadership. See, she's going through this. She's going through that. She can't be the queen. You know, she can't be the person to succeed um, the king. What's some other stuff uh, that we saw in this episode? Do you have any points, Alfie, at the beginning ends or Brent? I'm 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 recat rehashing this in my mind right now. I liked how the queen got in that little dig to the Valyrian, you know, keep trying. You'll eventually you'll have one that looks like you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that was nice. You can see this is not going to they're not friends anymore. No, nope. and there's no. a big power struggle between the two. Yes. Um, how did her dad become the hand? How did he, at the end of so, episode six prior to the time jump he was the hand and he got it removed right time jump i feel like was that episode seven where he became the hand yep commander of the city watch the strong he his father became the hand and then the younger brother who's crippled killed both of his older brother and the father and yep. then the queen was able to use her sway to get her father back as the hand. 
Okay. Yep. That was one of the craziest parts of that episode when he went downstairs and got the prisoners and got all their tongues cut out and he put his little firefly uh, sigil on all their stuff, which to me, it's like, all right, you, you have this firefly sigil, but then you're going to have all these guys tongues cut out. So they can't talk about what you sent them to do to kill your brother and your father, you know, to get Allison back in charge, which damn, this guy's going to be twisted. I forget what we had. I think we had a name for him last uh, rule of the galaxy after dark, but, um he's he's a bad mf i'll tell you that about him he, he's creepy actually yeah um <laughs> and uh yeah he's, he, he he's like the bald guy from he's like Game of um, it's kind of he, a mixture of both of them little finger and varus yeah he's like a he's like a real twisted Cause I don't even, I don't even believe what he's doing is for the realm. Honestly, to me, he seems like he's a bit obsessed with Allison. I, I don't know if that's just me, but like, I think he's just like, Allison doesn't deserve this stuff. She deserves her kids to have the inheritance. I'm going to do what it takes to do that. He also does kind of say he believes in honor a bit. You know, he was, I think the first interaction he had with Allison was when her father was sent away as hand of the king. And he was just like, that's a shame. He was an honorable man. And right. And he leaks the information on Rhaenyra. So I don't know what the hell his motive is right now. Now I'm just going to bring it up. We talked a little bit about this in our chat, but is he a warg and is he the rats that they keep showing? Is that how he knows everything? I think it's possible. And Brent, we, we did text you what the warg was. Do you, you remember that from game of Thrones? So, yeah, so I, I I was thinking about this after the text. I do remember hearing somebody tell me about what warg, what a warg was, because Bran would then, like, the reason why Bran could see f- from the Raven's perspective mm-hmm. is because he would take over the Raven's body, and that was the warg. So I was completely baffled in the text. But then after you told me that, and then I went back and I was, I was listening to somebody tell me about the books or like there was some sort of education that I forgot about. Right. Um, On the show, he also did it with the wolf, his wolf. I, it wasn't just brand though, too. I feel like there was a couple, like there was somebody else that jumped into a, there was a couple other wargs yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Or yep, warg like. Well, in the books, I want to say all of the Starks are wargs. I'm not so sure. All about of the Sansa. Starks were wargs, but not all of them were aware that that's what was happening when they dreamt. Yeah. They called so, it wolf dreams, right? Yeah. So like Robin Sansa really never um, experienced the full warg into the wolf, but they did have the dreams. And then you had the um, wildling that could warg into his eagle. Yep. That was another one. I, okay. Yeah. And Brand used to warg into his wolf, you know, and go hunting and stuff right. like that because and he wanted to feel like he could run and he was like hungry, you know? I can't remember if they mentioned on the show, but I know they mentioned it in the book about the danger of doing it. And he was warned to stop doing it because yeah. the more he did it, the harder it would be to come back. Yes. Um, what, what is his name? The young boy who tells him he's a warg. Um, oh my gosh. His name is, I'm drawing a blank on him either way. Um, either man, now you got me and it's, um, it's on the, the tip the of reeds. my tongue. Yeah. Jojen Reed. Yeah. Jojen Reed is the one who told brand like you're, you're a warg dude. Like you you can do this. Like, and basically, I want to say one episode, if I'm not mistaken, when they're hidden out in the tower, when the right. Night's Watch happens to be around them. During the storm. I think, yeah. I think he has to shake Bran out of it and is just like, you can't stay in there too long. Like, you need to take care of your own body, basically. Yeah, because I think um, he does it with the wolf and then to save Jon Snow. And then doesn't he also do it to Hodor to keep yep. him quiet? I think that's the first time he does it. And then, and then that's kind of when they're like, holy crap, you can work into a person. Like that's kind of dangerous. Um, but yeah, I think that's definitely not a bad call. He could be a warg and could be spying that way. And that would be pretty damn awesome. I would be excited to find out that he's doing that. Um, I, I follow this game of Thrones page that has really been pressing on the fact that his sigil is the firefly. Um, 
and they showed, you know, that he put that sigil on all of the guys who right. did this um, sabotage. And if you look at his cane that he's holding, there's a firefly symbol on that as well. So I think he's just kind of trying to, I think he's just like, yeah, I'm out on what you two were doing as far as his father and his brother. Cause his father had honor and his brother technically did too, other than the fact that he was banging Rhaenyra, you know, like his brother was technically a good guy still. Right. But I mean, she's, I know you should say no. It's just like with Sir Kristen, but if the future King tells you to do something, uh, you know, what happens if you say no? Yeah, exactly. Um, and speaking of Sir Kristen, one of the best parts before we get to uh, no, there wasn't a child time jump between these two episodes. Children were the same age. But one of the best parts in this was freaking Sir Kristen and Strong training the boys in the yard. Mm-hmm. That was one of the best parts. And I need to look up uh, Strong's name. But um, Alfie, I know you said the line from Viserys. What, what, what did he say again while he's watching them? Yeah, I mean, it was it's the way I mean, Game of Thrones does this from the previous show. It just pulls you in two different directions because here you have this scene from one perspective. You're setting up the greens and the blacks. And yeah, Strong is mad. Hey, you train the blacks a lot better than you train the greens. And then you switch perspectives to this balcony with King Viserys. And he's like telling the hand, look at my boys out there, you know, boys that train together, knock each other down, pick each other up. They'll be friends for life. You know, they'll have each other's back for life. And there's a part of you that's looking at it and thinking, yeah, I could see that. That's really. And until the next episode, they are that way. Those four boys, they got along really well. You know, yeah, they played a trick on one of them. Okay, not just it was that was was that this episode or was that early? That was this episode was with this the episode. pig. But the three of them were laughing together about it. And you can't tell me that, you know, the joke didn't switch to another one of the boys at a different time. That's just the way, you know, boys are. You're always yep. going to pull uh, pranks on each other. I think he was laughing because he didn't want to be feel left out. I think he felt no, he was laughing because it was hilarious. And he he told his mom the same thing. Yeah, I was laughing. He's a twat. He's my twatty little brother. Of course, it was hilarious. And he said it was the other boy's idea. And if you would have asked them, they would have said it was his idea. Okay. Can we talk about because I wasn't sure if this was in this episode. Can we talk about a mature topic? Um, and it has a connection to the Game of Thrones. There is Targaryens, <laughs> reigning Targaryens. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, are uh, you talking about you know uh, <laughs> Aegon's morning coffee that he does to wake no. up in the morning? You know, some I mean, people if you get coffee, some people choose other things. If there's an itch, you got to scratch it, right? Like, yep. Ah. Uh, that was so it, it was like awkward. um Homelander, you know, at the end of season two, say I can do yes. whatever I want. Oh it really, it really was. It really was. That's a great reference there, Alfie. Um, yeah. Um, and for those of you who don't know, we're mentioning Aegon basically standing in his window, cranking down, doing whatever, and uh Allison, a dolphin, punching yeah. the monkey, uh yeah. <laughs> Wha- rubbing one out. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Dyson the carrot is that what did I just heard? Wa- waxing, waxing, waxing. I've heard that. Okay. I've heard that one. I work in the trades. I've heard a ton of things. Uh, <laughs> um, but Allison walks in and sees him standing in the freaking window doing that, and it doesn't seem like it's an odd. It's not thing the first time. To- yeah. <laughs> she. Oh my god. Okay, and because of this show and the way that it is, there was a part of me that thought that she would help him finish. I know. I know that that would not surprise me. But also, then you see, though, that she's like, you need to get your shit together because you could be the king one day and you need and you're our you or I think she said you have to like, you yeah, have to be right. the king. One day. You're the next king. Right. And he even made it out to be, hey, no, I'm not. My cousins are supposed to be. Yeah. Or my he, nephews, like, their nephews. The 
yeah, that's not right. They're supposed to be. And then she said, no, they'll kill you or, or we'll kill them or they'll kill you first. And he's like, oh, OK, I never thought of it that way. Mm hmm. Yeah, he seems like he's just enjoying the sweet life of living with the royals, you know? Yeah. Drinking all the wine you want, you know, wearing the clothes. Chasing you want. the servants around. Yep. Chasing the servants around and uh, servants around and standing in your window and doing whatever you want. That was great. And fun fact it's the same window that. that wasn't he a Targaryen? Because when you said reigning Targaryens, I was no, thinking. No, he's a Lannister. Oh, so yeah, he just jumped like uh, Cersei's kid jumped out the window. Uh, yes. Thomas King Tommen. Tommen, Tommen, which is one of the best Game of Thrones moments of all time. I just remember watching that and just being it just like, took a nosedive. Oh, my God, he, <laughs> he just, just like the dead the dead fish, just Plank. boom. Yeah, yeah, that, same that window, same window, which was crazy. Yeah, and that's my favorite part about this is it's like it doesn't feel too forced. I mean, the rooms are the same rooms. That castle hasn't changed much over a couple hundred years. You know, the, it's a big castle, and the I mean, the it's a castle. Where, yeah, the royal stay where the royal stayed. So, which I want to see Winterfell so bad at one point in this freaking show. I want to see what Winterfell looks like. I want it so badly, and I don't know, Alfie. You might know if they get it. Can you like not okay. fully spoiler wise? Are the Starks involved in this at all in the future? Not much. No. All right. I mean, this is not spoiling anything, but it, it's a small story. But then again, it's much larger. But the larger parts of it just aren't very important. You know. Uh, what what are they going to do with it? I, I you know I don't know. They could expand on it. We we saw a Stark, you know, in the first episode. Will we see any more? I yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I don't remember any of the other houses being very important to this story mm -hmm. or having much to do. Okay, yeah. So uh, I'm like that's why right now I'm assuming it's essentially House Strong, House High Tower. Targaryen, Valerian, and that's like where we're at right now, essentially. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, I mean, there's some other characters that come and go, and you know, there's always, you know, the we've been away the whole time, but now we've shown up. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't really, you know what? But there weren't elves at Helm's Deeps in the book, so you, you never know what they're gonna pull out of their hat. So. There's a, there's a part of me that feels like the Greyjoy should come into this because they talk about these crab people and they're talking about the water. So I'm thinking like there's a part of me that's just waiting for the Greyjoys to come into this because of Greyjoys are so far north, though. And this is why I don't know the geography. And you say you just want to see Winterfell. I want to see damn Dothrakis, but I know that's on the completely other continent. And, and yeah, they, like you they said, have nothing to do with this. Right, but there's just a part of me that wants to see Dothrakis. Well, yeah, of course they were awesome, but see yeah. that, and it, I, I hate to take it, you know, too far away from what we're talking about. But this is one of the what you're talking about right now is one of the biggest roadblocks to Game of Thrones ever being finished. You said we're so in much. A, we're in a completely different story, and you say I want to see Winterfell. I mean, so the, since the we do Starks, even in Game of Thrones, are not important to the story. And I feel that the author hates that because everyone likes the Starks so much and they want justice for Rob Stark. They want there to be they want Rick and Stark to come back somehow. They want Brand, you know, and Arya and everyone to have such a big part of the story. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think that's why the. Rob Stark's wife was killed in such a way on the TV show because in the book, it's kind of open-ended and that's led to, you know, with the development of the internet, nonstop speculation that Rob Stark's son is going to come back somehow. And he wants nothing to do with that. And this is just all my opinion. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes a story like this hard because it's so focused on such a small group of characters, but we want to see those classic game of Thrones things come back into the story it's the exact same thing that star wars is going through it's the exact same thing that 
Marvel is running into. You're trying to tell a different story with remnants of that story without mm-hmm. throwing everything in there, right? Without yeah. throwing the legacy stuff. You're trying to put us in the world. We're in King's Landing. We're in the same room. We see the same window that Thomas fell out of, right? Or Tommen fell out of that mm-hmm. this kid is rubbing one out in front of. Like there are things <laughs> that connect us and there are things that ground us. It's the same thing that I think all major franchises and major fandoms have. I mean, it's like Harry Potter. They had to go to a completely different world to try to, because if you started to do something in the Harry Potter world, people are going to have problems with it. Right. Because it doesn't match where they're at. Like that's. Yes. And that's where I keep saying it over and over again, coming up with new ideas. It is, is hard. Extremely hard. It is because you keep building off of a story you've created and you fall into this trap of, well, I would like to know where was this family at and where was this family? And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what I, I've said it the last time we did this. I hate that they brought the dagger back because of that. I wanted this story to be completely separate from game of Thrones. I and think you bring that dagger, damn dagger back and you, you march a Stark up, you know, in the first five minutes and you're right back there. Hey, I wonder what the Starks are doing up in the north. That'd be kind yeah. of interesting to see for a few episodes. It would be. And that's why it's like, I don't, I think I do. I will say, I think House of the Dragon is doing a very good job at creating an intriguing show where like if i don't see that stuff i'm totally fine with it to me it would be bonus nuggets like i don't need to see that kind of stuff because i think they've done a very good job at building a totally different story on essentially the same exact set that they've done a previous show on that was extremely popular i mean go ahead alfie which is the complete opposite, and I hate to bring it up because this is a Game of Thrones show. It's the complete opposite of the Rings of Power right now. Because yes. this House of the Dragon feels so familiar, it's easy to get into this story. We know a few of the names. We don't, you know, I we've all watched Game of Thrones, and the two of you do not remember Rhaenyra being brought up once in that series. Yep. And re-watching it, I just watched the episode the other day. She's brought up a second time. And the ending of this series is spoiled. Whereas the Rings of Power is set in a similar, we're, we're still on Middle Earth, but it is so different. I have no idea where they are or what they mm-hmm. are talking about or why I should even care about any of this. Yeah. I, I really am struggling to connect anything to, you know, the Lord of the Rings other than Galadriel's name and Elrond's name. Yeah. I actually asked my wife that um, after not this, maybe it was this week. I said, if this show didn't have Lord of the Rings name attached to it, would we still be watching it? And and she was like, honestly, we probably wouldn't be. No. Because it's like someone did bring up the show's called Rings of Power, and there's been no talk of rings at all in this Mm-mm. show yet. And they're probably holding it off till the very last episode is what I'm assuming. Um, doesn't it have a couple seasons too that they've already they already greenlit a couple seasons good lord get a new director they're filming the second season right now but okay i don't know it's it's just i'm i'm extremely disappointed in it uh it's pretty it's beautiful yeah Uh, visually it's awesome hey before the mountain blew up did anybody have any clue that they were in mordor no yeah i mean i understand it's like a thousand years before or whatever but I mean, could you have given us something to like? Yeah, everything in this show, everything in this show happens extremely conveniently to me. I laughed out loud when um, the elf did the move where he dropped the tower on the orcs. And then the camera pans down to all the townsfolk standing about 200 feet away going, yeah, cheering. (laughs) It's like, why aren't you running away? You have this plan to trap them. What'd you do? Walk 200 feet away and say, guys, let's set up post here and watch them spring the trap. Get the hell out of there. And then you go and then you go for up inside a freaking like 15 by 20 bar in the middle of a town. I don't know. It's just that they called it a they called it. a. a I, I don't know. I'm going off on rings of power. Tangent. But let's talk about Valerians. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and segue it back in some way. I don't know. I get it. Rings like 
it, it what a what a wonderful time to be a nerd, right? I mean, it is. You have you have you have Star Wars, which we've been doing a podcast now for almost three years, which is just crazy to me, talking about Star Wars and Rings of Power, which is Lord of the Rings fandom, and then you have Game of Thrones, which was arguably one of the better shows um, from like the years like the teens, the twenty teens. It's probably the best show in the teens range during the, that time frame. Except the last season. It's still one of the best shows and it still had it still had a lot of viewers and it continues to get viewers with this one. Yes. Um and let's talk about our boy Damon. Yeah, what about Damon? I love this guy. He's the absolute worst. (laughs) He's the worst. I don't but like so like he's Every this time one, he, he this one brings humanity Landing or any function with other people, you just God, everybody has a daemon in their family, right? Yeah, where everyone is just like, Oh my god, I can I can't believe I know you said you invited him, but he showed up. Oh god, this isn't gonna end well. No, like, but like this one, I feel like this at least the two episodes kind of humanized him a little bit, they gave him like. I thought he was one of the most vile, evil uh, characters, but with this one, he was doing his, he was doing his like uncle duty, or he was doing his brotherly duty for the realm. Married off to the Valerian, popping out Valerian children, um, doing what he could, and just kind of biding his time. Yeah, and like I feel like he was just a simple man in this for like at least the, the last two episodes. Yep, I agree. The king said it from the beginning. Him and Rhaenyra are the same. They're the dragon. They're restless. You know, no normal life will be good enough for them. So that's why he kind of overlooks these things. You know, he's not stupid. He knows they're not his, her children, or I'm sorry, her husband's children. But you know, all he can do is try to keep the fires. You know. At bay. You know, that doesn't really happen, does it? Is is King is King missing an arm right now? Yes, he is. Yeah. King King is is uh, only has one arm. The Maesters are screwing up at their freaking job. They're doing a shit job on taking care of him because he's Not, he's losing them on purpose. Now he's, yeah. Now he's losing an arm and it's losing hair. He looks like uh, the guy from Goosebumps right now. Yeah, I mean, the, the hair, like, I actually kind of like that because it shows the aging and it shows them getting sick. And, yeah. like, how, because if you, it, it, when he stands next to Damon, there's the picture of what a Targaryen should be. And then you see the picture of the king, and it's you can see that there is something going on with him that is not right. Yes, I agree. And, I mean, Damon was, Damon was talking about a deal to go live, um, uh, what area were they in pentos. where they would yeah pentos they would go live there they would have their dragons there they would have their fortunes whatever and she's just like what the hell are you talking about like i'm not gonna die just like sitting here and protecting these guys i want to dry die a dragon fighter's death and then foreshadowing from episode one she has the same thing happen to her that happened to viserius's uh viserius's wife pregnant with a boy baby is breached do you want me to cut it out and possibly risk losing the baby and your wife and she chooses the dragon's way out how about that um are valerians not here's the thing a a targaryen can get burned and survive it right can a targaryen walk in front of dragon fire and survive it the way because i'm wondering right now are valerians immune to fire in the same way because i know dragon fire is different no. than Daenerys lighting a building on fire. Otherwise, you know? the mom and dad would have known that the ruse at the end of the second episode wasn't real if they were immune to fire. Dragon fire, okay. I can see as being the next level of fire, but regular fire shouldn't, if that were true, shouldn't have hurt them. Okay. So, yeah, she just chooses to basically, you know, I'm not going to go yeah. out this way and yeah, so much warrior's death. death. Yeah. And uh, her dragon looked like he didn't want to do it. I mean, that was a great scene the way yeah. he kind of woke up and was just like, you could tell the kind the dragon kind of was like, what? <laughs> you want me to do this to you? And uh, 
Damon happened to show up on the shore just as she was getting lit on fire. So, yeah, that Damon's a Damon's a bachelor now again. Yeah. And uh, and that's that goes to episode eight where we have our funeral. We have a lot of uh, tension running in that episode, I thought. Yeah, there were times where there was no dialogue at all. And everyone's standing there looking at each other like the looks Allison was giving to Rhaenyra when they were there for that funeral were like off the charts. Yeah, the battle lines were drawn. Yes. Yeah. And um, one thing I saw online, which I don't know if this is if, if this is headcanon of whatever fan posted this, but they showed a close up during that funeral that Rhaenyra's son was like really upset about it and struggling with it. And you know how in the middle of the priest giving his speech, Damon kind of just laughs at one point. Mm-hmm. And the son, the son kind of like looks up at him after that and kind of like gets distracted from it. And they're trying to say that the camera shows Damon looking at the boys being upset. And he like does that to kind of try to make them happy. I don't know if it's that deep. I think he laughed because he was saying, you know, the Valyrian blood runs thick. It can't run thin. And he was just kind of like, Pugh. He's just like, we're freaking Targaryens. Like he, I think he's almost kind of like mocking the Valyrians in that part, honestly. But he did say that, you know, people do show their grief in different ways in the yeah. first episode. So maybe he's just really sad. And that's how he expresses it. Mm, yes. Or he sees it. the opportunity in every situation. I, what, so what do you think? Like, what do you think he saw? Well, he knew that the strong guy was dead. Um, that she was vulnerable for a new husband. So All you the think stars aligned? You, he so could you... tell from you know the this uh, wake that hey, here's Queen Alicent on one side, and here's Princess Rhaenyra on the other with her future heirs to the throne and we're foreshadowing that they're going to fight each other and this is the exact kind of turmoil that he wants that he thrives on but so you think that he sought her out because i feel like she was he sought her out and since she was young that's what he's wanted and he all planted of a sudden, the seeds just, early on. Okay, it, it so, just all so, fell okay. into his lap naturally. He didn't really do anything to make this happen. It just naturally happened. Because okay, so the you know the gods that you know that they are constantly talking about basically put this right in his lap. Here's your chance to unite with her against the the high towers that you hate. And start a civil war, dragon on dragon, and become the dominant Targaryen family. That's what he wants. I, I think he wants to be king. I think he wants to. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. think he wants to be king at all. He doesn't care about that. I think he I, wants power. I think he wants the power. I think he just be- wants to kill people. Well, well, I, I, but he wants to kill people from the position of power. Right. Like, I won't argue that right. I think he wants to kill people, but he, I think he wants to be the king so he can have the power to kill the people. Like, I think he, 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 w- he was pissed that Rhaenyra was given the, the throne before him. But I think she, yes, he planted the seed in her 10 years ago. Right. The only thing I but, think uh, he's pissed about her getting the throne, going back to that, is that Viserys was following the west the westeros way he wanted to do it the targaryen way screw everyone else let's just be a dynasty ride our dragons and burn anybody who stands in our way you and i could do this together so in this episode i don't feel like he was pursuing everything I, I think mean, she right I now. think she was more plotting and calculated in what she was doing. Yeah, but I, I think she he let sees, her do it herself. So but I think he made that decision. He saw the writing on the wall. He just let her cross the T's and dot the I's. 
I feel like she's being okay. So my, my, my point is I get where you're coming from, but I'm trying to say that I think that she is the one that's doing more of that. You're saying that he was controlling all of that. I just don't see his. Oh, I don't think he's controlling it, it at all. It's okay, just that's what he thinking. wanted. See, he tried yeah. to control it before and make it happen and it didn't Correct. happen. Now Correct. it just naturally. And happened. he didn't, and he didn't want it. Like he, he wasn't looking for it to happen. Yes. Whereas as they were walking, she was coming up with the plan and hatching the plan as, and I'm sure she had plotted this plan before. Like she had thought about it. Yada, Everything yada, yada. she needs from him, he already wanted, but yeah. he needed her to want it on her own and to come to him and ask him. And, and she needed to be, she needed to be older too. Cause let's be honest. That was just creepy. Yeah. She was I mean, like, I mean, it's not just 22. I get what you're saying, but that was, uh, she was depicted to be like 15. Yeah. But the life expectancy, you know, at this time isn't very high, but it's not this time. It's a fantasy world. And the life expectancy can be as long as we want it to be. I don't know what the, I completely understand it, but it was still better than, the king being told to marry a 12 year old so <laughs> yeah that was bad and then having and then bad. having kids with them and yeah. her, her her father's the one that said marry her right anyway the show's messed up because i mean because there is an incest piece going on here too but yeah. it is but it is a power and i think that he's he's taking advantage of the power he's like are you sure you want to do this all right let's ride or die and he's going to get the power now but the funny thing is, is I was going to say at any point when they're on that beach, taking the clothes off, about to do what they're going to do. Does he say like, hey, you should stop and think about this for a second. I, I don't think he does. I think he's just like, all right, let's no. go because I'm into this as well. You know, and they're because yeah, to- like I said, everything that he's been trying to make happen since the show started just it all just naturally happened. There was nothing he had to do. He didn't have to kill his wife. That happened naturally. He didn't have to do anything with Rhaenyra. That happened naturally. Yes, I understand that the guy killed her lover and father, his father and all that, but he had nothing to do with that. He's had nothing to do with the queen and Rhaenyra being against each other. He's had nothing to do with their children. It just fate said Rhaenyra needs someone in her corner to combat against Queen Alicent. And I was convinced that uh, que- the queen's son, the middle son, Damon. was going to find them having relations and come back and share it with Allison. I thought when he was searching the beach that he was surely going to come ac- across the two Targaryens doing it. Yep. Similar to Bran climbing up the- and seeing the Lannisters doing it. Instead, he found the biggest dragon in existence on Westeros and he claimed it, (laughs) which was that was a pretty damn cool scene when he took off on him to show the power that he has when he's hanging by the freaking straps. The dragon's just like, all right, you want to ride me? Let's see what you got, kid. And then that kid lands and he comes a he becomes a complete asshole after that flight. And we see what happens to him. He runs into the boys. And what's What's the altercation? What's the reason this altercation happens? Because he kind of walks. I know he comes across because the, the girl, be, the Valerian girl said that that was my dragon. Oh, yeah. And then he started fighting and started beating the crap out of the girls. So He's then like, it's mine now. So then the two bastard kids from the from the oh, don't call the, them that, Brent. Don't call them bastards. Sorry, the That's two what snows, started this fight. Actually, he the, called them the bastards. Two, yeah, um, 100%. The two snows that were not <laughs> Valerian, right? Because isn't that the isn't that the name for a kid without a father? Or? Yeah, I think they they're be, in King's Landing, yeah. so that would be. Uh, there is a name. There is a last name for somebody in King's Landing. What's, what's Gendry's? What's Gendry's last name? And and I forget. There is a different name. It's uh, I don't know if it's like white or something like that. There's a different name in King's Landing. Anyway, so the two kids, that's what got the fight. And uh, and one of them grabbed the knife and decided to slice his eye. Now, to go back real quick, another thing that happened and there's a question that I have. 
And it, it's because, because that middle son seems like he's more of a leader and more power hungry and more like his mom than the older boy, the one that yep. was rubbing one out. The older <laughs> boy just wants to get drunk and just take advantage of being a royal. Whereas the other one it has that urge and that ambition to lead. And it comes from when they're talking about the girl that was like picking the cricket or the spider. So yeah. two things, who the hell was she? Cause I don't know where she came from or how she's connected. And it sounded like that was her, her sister, their sister. Yeah. And he said, that will be your queen. And he's like, no, it's not. And he's like, well, would you? And he's like, I would do my duty for my, for my kingdom. So yep. were they talking about also coupling with their yes. sister? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm just making to keep the bloodline yep. pure. Right. Eamon's, the- Eamon's down for the cause. He's absolutely down for the cause. That kid definitely probably got picked on one, one or two many times by the boys growing up. And now that he has his power, he's letting it all hang out. The second he lands on that dragon, he's just like, yep, you can't F with me now. I have the biggest dragon in the freaking world, basically. Yeah. I mean, he's like, after the whole fight, his statement to his mom, she, he's like, let it go. The trade was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I might yeah, not have it, eyes, but I got a dragon. Yeah. How about that scene, though, you know, which is leading up to technically caught up to where we're at now in House of the Dragon. How about that scene of Allison demanding the eye of one of Rhaenyra's children? I mean, to show how crazy she is in that moment. I mean, Viserys is, you know, running on empty right now, and he's trying to keep everybody's sanity, which, like, my 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 Viserys meter is, like, the gas lights on. I'm getting nervous for him next episode because he's he's been going downhill. He's he's out of breath every night. He's going to bed. He's he's losing limbs. I'm nervous that he's going down very soon. And I really enjoy his character, but I think he's going down. He's a great character. He's a good king. Yeah. And And he tells them, you know, this is what's going to destroy our family. You have to come together and to put this behind you. And it seems like good kings and good people get punished in this world. I just, he's punished with this infighting. He's punished with his family having Mm -hmm. the, having the, the want and the desire to get the throne. Um, not only them, but then like the Valerians were talking about like their ambition to have the throne. So like yep. everybody wants this power and everybody is just trying to yep. connive and scheme to get this power. He even talks to one of uh, Rhaenyra's children about, you know, this is, will be your inheritance. You know, you'll come into power. And, you know, he pulls the Jon Snow moment there and says, but I don't want it. But um, it just drives people crazy. You know, and to think about it, this was all started by Allison's dad. If he yeah. hadn't put this idea into Allison's head, this never would have started. Sure, there would have been some infighting a little bit. Boys will be boys. You know, who's the biggest, the strongest between the four children? But, right. you know, Aegon said, you know, that's not my place to be king. I'm not in line to be king. Yep. And and here and here he is back again pulling the strings. Why the hell couldn't he find any other hand of the king in the whole freaking kingdom? He has to bring Otto Hightower back. Um, and he goes and has that conversation with Allison, just like, hey, all right, after what I saw happen there, I see you got it, because she freaking sliced Rhaenyra's wrist and put a damn good gash up her forearm. And he's just like, all right, I see you've got that passion in you. He's like, now you got to learn how to control it to, for us to get what we want. You know, and, you know, we didn't even talk about the fight uh, between Sir Kristen and whoever and um, Sir uh, Harwin the episode before that showed you how Allison's pulling strings there because she's got Sir Kristen on her side. I mean, at the end of this episode, we literally had a standoff of the Valerians with Allison or we had the Valerians with Rhaenyra and Damon and their children. And then we had Allison and that whole squad with freaking Sir Kristen, asshole. He bothers me. That guy, I liked him, and then he's just a jerk now. He really just pisses me off every time I see him. Why? Because he didn't want to keep stooping uh, Rhaenyra? Like, you just wanted him to keep stooping Rhaenyra? Well, but he he said, took it the wrong way. He took it the wrong way. 
I'm not even concerned about that. He's a member of the King's guard, you know, aligning himself with the queen this way is no different. Yeah. He said he wouldn't be a whore for Rhaenyra, but he's being a whore for Queen Allison. But he's not being. He's killing people instead of yeah, screwing her. I get it. He's he's doing what he right. It, he's doing what he. But want. the king like, gave a command fight. and he ignored it. He is a member of the King's Guard and ignored a demand from the king. Oh and yeah, did what the, and then did what the, what the queen he, wanted. He was very ready to not have a problem popping one of uh, one of Rhaenyra's sons' eyes out. Like he had no problem with it. He's like, all right, I'll do it. Let's go. Like he he hates her. Yeah, and then the other Kingsguard, who was his boss, I believe, was like looked like he was about to take Sir Kristen's head off. Like he oh, would yeah. like I I bet we see that. He had Not a look on death. his face like you like, yeah, he's like, like he's like, don't make another move. Like they were kind of eye side eyeing each other. Like yeah. if you'd make another move, I'm going to have to do something that you don't want me to do. He he has to play a role at some point because he's an excellent actor. Like he's he's I've watched a little bit of the show Outlander. He's really good in that. He was in the Hobbit movies like that guy is not just like a uh, stand in the background actor. He's going to come into play at some point. The the other the other guy from the King's Guard with the beard and the and the bald head. Um, how far is the time jump to the next? So you said there's another time jump to the last three episodes, right? Because we're at eight. So or this are next we at, one is the last eight, time nine, jump. ten, right? So eight, nine, ten is what's left. We were yes. we're talking six, seven. So eight, and yes. so there's three episodes left that we know of. And there's another time jump. Do we know how far that time jumps? It's taking place next episode. And I want to say the time jump is probably going to be about what, what would you say, Alfie? Five years, between yeah, five like to that. 10 years. He looked like, so they, I saw a preview or whatever they showed at the end. And the one eyed dude looks like he's like in his twenties. Like, and he yeah. doesn't look like it's, I feel like it might you be know, another 10 or 15 year jump. I, I don't think it's that far. It's only a few years. Okay. But it's nature, man. You know, you he looks older, like a lot older. Well, I mean, my son looks a lot older than 13. So, I mean, it, it happens. Some kids are bigger than others. And you know what's weird is, and from the what eye I, patch, you know, the iPad yeah. adds a few years. It's it a badass. It so does. I mean, they did look kind of badass, by the way. It yeah. does. So, Eamon is tall. And I, from what I see of the character who's going to be Aegon, does not look anything like the character who's playing Aegon in the window. We'll call him Aegon in the window. <laughs> <laughs> he does not look like him. I don't know if it's uh, maybe maybe he's a different kid. I don't because he cut his hair. Yeah, yeah, his hair is shorter and his face looks. I mean, I, I don't know. He just looks a little different. Um, but speaking of looking hey, different, speaking of looking different, are we gonna see? the gay Valerian anymore, or is him riding out to the boat the last we see of him? Well, that's, that was not in the books. Um, Alfie, if I'm not mistaken, I read online, did they actually kill him in the books? I thought in the books he was dead, but I think in that, I could be wrong. Yeah. From what I read online, I think he was killed in the books and he, he got away, but his poor mother, I mean, he's, he's just rowing away. His buddy is still alive too, who uh, he would train with and everything, you know, because they didn't burn him in the fire. They burned another guy, which. Yeah. Who did they burn? I think just a Damon, random person. Did Damon kill somebody at one point there? Did Damon pop up and kill someone during that scene or no? I don't think so. He just. Because my brother was telling me he did on the phone and I'm like, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. No, he my paid. brother was saying he slit someone's throat in the hallway at one point, and I don't remember seeing that. I didn't watch the episode twice. I don't remember seeing that at all. I don't either. Not to say that it didn't happen because I'm going to call my bro time. out. I'm going to tell him it was BS then, unless I watch again. But either way, they burned Which another body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we burned another body, and Rainier and Damon got married. It was a wedding, and nothing bad happened at this wedding, you know? The person who died. So you know. we know. So we know they're gonna start off with it. They're so. How about the cutting of their lips and stuff like that? I don't remember seeing a GOT wedding like that where they're like cutting their. Well, lips this is a full blown Targaryen wedding right there. That was. And I they think were like Ty Valerian. 
there's something about the symbols. I, I was looking at it, but I don't they know. were mixing blood I've, because they cut their wrists or their hands too yeah. and then held hands. Yeah. That was nasty. When they got the knife and put it down their lip, I'm just like, God, God. It's like a paper cut yeah. between the fingers. But um, yeah, so I I'll say this. I read a guy who watched episode eight, who's a reporter, and he just said he said, I watched the latest episode of Game of Thrones to review, and he was like, I sat there staring at the TV for 20 minutes after it. So I have no idea what the hell we're in for next week. But I think some shit's going to go down because Man, that's lines quite a have statement. been drawn. Yeah, but it, I could know. Be like, it could be a statement like, what the hell did I just see? It could be a statement, what the hell did I just see? Or it could I'm be holding a statement what, to it. Or what the hell did I just see, right? It could be like a good, oh, what the hell did I just see? Like, it could be like, what the hell did I just see? Like, where are they going? Like, what the hell did they just do to this? Yeah, that I would think the one scene I'm thinking of that I cannot wait to see. I mean, this could be one of the greatest moments in television history. Uh, I, I think it would be much later. But man, that preview, you know, it, him saying, let's well, guess we're going to King's Landing then when she says it's a trap, you know. And you know, the way they cut things, it, it probably doesn't, but you know, that's their demeanor now. Hey, we're, we're full-blown Targaryen. You know, we don't care. We'll show up. We'll burn it all down. Yep. And we haven't seen older Rhaenyra, you know, on her dragon. We we haven't really gotten to see her be her old self yet because she just had a kid and she's been in a lot of shitty situations. So I'm excited to see her settle down with her new husband, <laughs> uh, even though they're married to. Uh, you couldn't uh, even uh, say that with a straight you know. face. Take it yeah. easy. You know, you enjoy the perks of uh, exactly. you know, being newlyweds. So awkward. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna be in for some good stuff, guys. So do you want to do you want to call Rule the Galaxy after dark at that point here? Oh, how, how how more awkward could it be than being their children from different marriages? I know. I mean, the oldest one knows that the strong guy was their father. And I he's know. Dead. You know, the poor two girls. Their mother is dead, and now they're married into some secret Targaryen weird blood wedding thing, and. They're soon to be replaced by actual Targaryen children. You know, it's like, well, what do we yeah, do? Yeah, I was going to say, well, number one, Rhaenyra had a baby that we didn't see in this episode yet, which, where's that baby at? And then uh, I, I guarantee Damon got her pregnant. I have no doubt in my mind Damon got her pregnant on that beach. And how do the other two boys get their dragons back? And how does Rhaenyra get her? Do they just show up at King's Landing and be like, just here to get the dragons, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll be gone. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, yeah, no, 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 like don't that. make a fuss. We're, we're no, no, no feast, no tournaments. We're just getting our dragons. Yeah. It's like that awkward uh, Peter Griffin, like walk away when something yeah. bad happens. <laughs> like, all right, see you guys later. <laughs> Asshole. All right. So I'm going <laughs> to, how's I'm my gonna dad call, doing? <laughs> I'm going to call it quits on myself and just say, I, I enjoy listening to you guys talk about it. I throw a little one-liners in and I have a ton of questions. Can you like, and so I'm going to say peace out. I'll let you guys, we're going to, we're going to wrap it here. Okay. So I was going to say like, I can't wait to see what these, where these go. Um, I enjoy it. I think we should probably just do one more of these after darks when it's all, all said and done and talk yeah. about how many incestual relationships and uh, flogging the yeah. dolphin we saw in the yeah. last couple episodes. I'd say season end, we'll do an after dark and, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll rehash, you know, unless something major happens, which I think it's going to, but I don't know. I enjoy doing it. It's fun with you guys. So Alfie, you got any other final thoughts on this here? Oh, man, you know, uh, Game of Thrones, they teased this, you know, talking about the Targaryens. I can't wait to see some real fire and blood full blown, Dragon yeah. army against dragon army. Yeah, I don't even I, I think we haven't even scratched the surface at what this freaking series is going to do, because I, I posted on Twitter after last episode. I said, all right, I'm watching a George R. R. Martin show again. That is making me actually have hate in my heart for characters. Where it's I'm like watching that last season of Game of Thrones. It wouldn't have been the last season. It was the previous season when the dragon attacks. uh 
Yeah. The Lannister army. And yep. he says, that was just one dragon. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to have dragons versus dragons. I mean, yeah, this is going to be amazing. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be great. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to uh, Rule the Galaxy After Dark, House of the Dragon, episode six and seven review. And as you guys heard, we'll probably be coming back in the future. Just look for it. If you're following us, you know where to catch us. All right. This is Dave uh, from Rule the Galaxy Late Night After Dark saying, may the force be with you. <laughs> Marhal